What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning back in to the Them, That, and This podcast. And this episode, episode seven, is a very special one because it's fucking Valentine's Day. And while most people, you know, they associate this holiday, and I'm going to say that in air quotes, holiday, with fucking flowers and fucking chocolates and fine dining with people they love and fucking teddy bears and shit. I've always associated it with all that stuff, for sure. And... My good friend Andy Haw from college. My college friend Andy Haw. Now, this all stems back to a little video he made 10 years ago, 2010, 2011, something like that, about why it sucks to be Asian on Valentine's Day. Now, I don't know if that's particularly true, but this is where he stood. And his video caused a lot of controversy. A lot of people disagreed with them. Few agreed with them. But it got a shit ton of views and a bunch of fucking comments. And then he tore that shit down. And it was re-fucking-loaded. And here's the fucking audio right now. Here's what we got. It sucks ass to be an Asian guy on Valentine's Day. And I can prove it to you. I I, I can totally prove it to you. Assuming all things are equal... If you were an Asian girl, and you had to choose between a white guy or an Asian guy, who would you choose? I think most Asian girls would opt for the white person because I don't know why Asian girls just tend to really like white people. Um, If you're a white girl and you had to choose between an Asian, a white person, or a dark-skinned Latin American sort of El Caliente sort of guy, who would you choose? I think most white girls would either choose a white or uh, that... El Caliente sort of guy, which is a stereotype I noticed, and, uh, you know, it sort of goes on and on, and, you know, the general idea is that Asian men really are on the bottom of the food chain, like, white guys tend to like white girls or Asian girls, and that's what I've noticed, but, you know, There's no stereotype with Asian guys. Okay, well, there's one. Like, gay white guys like Asian guys. So, I guess that's, like, our one-up. Like, gay white guys like Asian guys. I don't, you know. And, uh... It's a cat. I don't know if if you can see it, but there was a cat in that car. Anyway, so... Yeah, it sucks. Now, right off the bat, you could definitely see that this is a video that wouldn't sit well with a lot of people these days. You know, we live in more sensitive times and blah, blah, blah. And anyway, this is just a video that always springs to mind every Valentine's Day. I go back, I rewatch it, and I wonder, is this still relevant to Andy? Where is Andy now? Where does he stand on, you know, with women, with relationships? What's he, what's he doing? So instead of just wondering, this year I messaged Andy. I sent him this video out of the fucking blue, and I asked him, Is this still relevant to you? What do you feel about these words that you said 10 plus years ago, maybe? And, well, I didn't want to accept his one word answer, his one sentence answer. I wanted to get him on the fucking podcast. That's exactly what I did right now. Episode 7. Now, Andy, he's a very special guy. Very charismatic, very clever, very funny. He was a theater student with me. And he really brought me into the whole Chinese-American experience, you know? He's from Monterey Park, which is basically... A city right outside of LA, but basically in LA, and it's basically the real Chinatown. You know, you have Chinese people everywhere, Chinese writing on all the buildings, no English, Chinese restaurants. It's a fucking great place. And he took me here, he showed me the ropes, and I felt fucking honored. Anyway, 
After maybe six years of not talking much, here's fucking Andy Hall. Here he is on a them dot in this fucking podcast. Wait a minute, wait a minute, cut this shit. Man, what you gonna do now? What we gonna do right here is go back. How far are you going back? Way back. <laughs> As we go a little something like this. Alright. Alright, Andy, what's up? It's been about like six years since I've seen you back in the Monterey Park days. And um, yeah. now you're here on my podcast and uh you just got out of the military, right? After a long time, the Navy. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, been in the military for uh, six years, and uh, it's good to be here. Do you feel like a different person now? Like, after six years of being in the military? Like, you're probably not the same Andy that I knew back then, playing tennis in the park and all that shit. You know, uh, so you do kind of, like, see a lot, because... Uh, you know, America is not very homogenous. It's like a big place, and yeah. you know, people are really different. Mm-hmm. But uh, I personally feel like the indoctrination didn't work on me very well, so I feel pretty intact as like like a free thinking human being. I mean, that's like a good thing, then, right? Like, it's good to still be, to not like buy into all the. Compl- I don't want to say shit, but like, it's good not to buy yeah. into all that, you know. I'm sure some people, they come out of there and they're, like, completely, like, you know, like, like, you know, like, one of those, like, macho guys with, like, the American flag hanging behind their back, you know, and, like, oh, yeah. doing pull-ups like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't take my word for it, because it's kind of like, those things where, like, a, a crazy person wouldn't say they're crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, do you think, like, subconsciously it could have changed you, though? Like, if I saw you, you'd be, like, you know, just, like, doing some crazy army shit, navy shit. Like, you know, when I turn my back, you'd be, like, start making, like, a makeshift fire or something. (laughs) Um, Uh, Probably not. But, I I mean, like, I'm sure there's some subtle changes, but that's normal. Just, you know, people change. For sure. Of course. Of course. Anyway, you know, I I I wanted you on my podcast because... It's Valentine's Day, and every Valentine's Day... It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it just just turned uh, Valentine's Day like 17 minutes ago in America. It's been Valentine's Day for about 10 hours here. Nice. But I've been sleeping through most of it. And I think about you almost every Valentine's Day because of that video you posted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, I don't, like, think about you, like, for a long time. But, like, it, it, like yeah, I always yeah. think about that video that you posted, like, in 2011 or something about yeah. how it sucks being Asian on Valentine's Day. And I always wondered, yeah. I always wondered, like, you know, do you still feel that way all these years later that it sucks being Asian on Valentine's Day? Yeah. Uh, so, like, I don't think a whole lot has changed in like i guess the 10 12 years or something since i made that video i don't honestly don't remember exactly when uh but uh like all right so before i even like get onto this let me just like start by saying that that video really sucked like it was a terrible fucking video. The the topic or the quality? The quality. Yeah, you're like walking like, through neighborhoods, you see like a little dog, you're like, look at this dog, yeah. you know? I thought it was kind yeah. of charming because of that. 
Yeah, and like I was wearing flip flops, so it was just kind of like clacking along all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I felt like that was part of the charm. Like it showed like that like yeah. way of life of like back then, you know. Yeah, but but that was like in the old days, right? It's yeah. like it was in the old days where like people haven't really like figured out how to YouTube yet. You know, everyone's just sort of like doing whatever. Yeah. So it's like it's like you could just release like a garbage video like that and get like six thousand fucking views. Did you get you know? six thousand views for that? Yeah, it was like six or seven thousand. Yeah. I remember like people were arguing in the comments. Then you erased it for some reason. I was shocked. Yeah. Oh well, it's embarrassing because it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so then and then I was so I was surprised when you like linked the video back to me like some random motherfucker just like downloaded it and re-uploaded it himself. Yeah. It was amazing yeah. to see it there. I was like, holy shit, you know? <laughs> you said, do you remember that street that you were walking down? That exact street? I, I do not. Um, like, I remember how to get there, but I don't really remember, like, what the name is. Wow. So, you know, I was thinking, like, things have changed in the, in the past 10 years, and I, I thought maybe it'd be, like, easier for an Asian male on Valentine's Day because, like, I feel like Asians are, like, really in nowadays, you know? Like, the Korean pop stars and, like, you know, people are, yeah. like, loving Asian things, you know, more than ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I think, like, given more time, I think things would eventually even out. Yeah. But, you know, even, like, 10 years ago, I think my way of thinking was a little bit ahead of the time. Yeah. Because when I made that video, it was before, um, like, things like OkCupid, okay like, like, there were dating websites, but I think it was limited to, like, you know, things like Match.com or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it it wasn't until, like, OkCupid okay came out that they, like, published a whole bunch of, like, dating statistics. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what they published was basically that Asian males are, like, by far the least desired demographic Jesus. On their entire platform. Like, no one gives a shit about Asian dudes. And I think... <laughs> yeah, it and sucks. I think when they published that, that was like 2012 or 2013 yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. So it's like... It's like something I always knew to be true. And then, you know, I just needed like sort of statistics and numbers and like empirical evidence to like justify it. Because you can like see, right? Like, you know, if you just go, like, turn on the TV, you'll see, like, a bunch of white dudes with, like, hot, you know, like, Asian girlfriends or whatever. Yeah. But you'll never see, like, an Asian dude with a hot white girlfriend unless they're, like, fucking, like, Jet Li or Bruce Lee or, you know, some, like, really famous action star. It's becoming a little more common, though. Like, I've seen more, like, Asian dudes with, like, white woman and, like, Asian dude with, like, a Mexican woman. Like, I've seen this more recent in the past couple years. For sure, like, yeah. more than, like, ten years ago, for sure. But... Yeah. So, I think, like, on paper, Asian dudes, like, they have a lot going for them, right? Like, they're generally responsible and have money and, you know, they're generally, like, really stable people. Yeah. The only thing they really lack is, like, they're culturally predisposed to, like, a lot of beta male qualities. Like, so explain. Let's hear it. Why? <laughs> Yeah, so it's like when, you, when you're brought up and you're told, like, hey, do good in school, don't be a piece of shit. Like, that's, like, the opposite of what women, like, really want, you know? Yeah. Like, 
so like there's like a disconnect between what women actually want and what women think they want mm-hmm. you know so like generally speaking you know like common sense would dictate that stability is nice but really you know women want spon- spontaneity and excitement and you know something that's like unpredictable you know like realistically don't give a shit that you know my credit score is over 800 you know like it's cool but it doesn't get your dick wet you know what i mean yeah it's not i guess like a credit score is not gonna like you know melt anybody's heart or anything but like i feel like that's becoming more like in israel i think that's super important here like people really want financial stability like it's one of the first things like you get asked when you go out with someone like oh what do you do for a living it's like i hate that (laughs) shit you know, I, I fucking personally hate it. Even though I think I work an okay job, you know, it still bothers yeah. me. Like, like, come on, like, we're it's. I'm just meeting you already. This is like the first shit you bring up. But um, yeah. So, I so that's also the the catch twenty two, right? Like, I think that makes sense. But at the same time, when like you meet someone like that, it's like, are they a gold digger? You know? I mean, it's definitely not pleasant. I think it's like a just a cultural thing. But, like, I I hate when people ask me what I do right off the bat. Like, there's a whole personality to discover. You know? There's a whole, like, person, you know? I think you have, like, a... I think, like, um... I think you're, like, pretty cool. Like, you're a pretty charismatic guy. And you're, like, pretty interesting. Like, I feel like maybe you don't, like, fit all those qualities that you've mentioned. Like, the beta qualities. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, like you're, you know, you're not, like, a... You're not, like, a boring person, for sure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, um... Like, I definitely do have some, like, alpha qualities. Like, I'm funny. I'm fairly confident in, like, most settings. Yeah. But, uh, like, on things like on dating websites, like, none of that shit filters through, you know? It's, like, based on just, like, a picture. It's, like, when it's one of those things where it's, like, you're, you know, scrolling through a dating website and you just see an Asian dude and you just swipe Swipe left without left? even thinking. Like, left, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I forget, like, which direction it is, because I actually don't use that shit. Yeah. Because it doesn't work for me. Does it just get you so. depressed? Like, just makes you miserable? Uh, no, it doesn't make me miserable. It's just, like, a waste of time. I have one, so, que- I have one question real fast. Just one. Yeah, yeah. How far away is the is the microphone from your mouth? Like, how, how clear do you think the audio is coming out? I know it's a podcast. Um, so... So I'm sure you know, like, I, I do a bunch of, like, recordings, like, yeah. music recordings on, yeah. uh, like, Facebook and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm relatively sure uh, the audio quality is going to be fine. Like, cool, I'm, cool. Is, is it, like, hard to hear me? No, no, I'm wondering, because I have, like, mine right, like, next to my mouth. So, I, like, not right next, but, like, close enough to where, like, I know I'll come out, like, pretty clear. So I just wanted to know, I wanted to, like, be on, like, an even kind of playing field, you know? yeah. Well, I mean, that can now be fixed in, like, post, right? You can just, like, fuck, fuck with, like, the decibels or whatever. Yeah, I think so. I could figure something out. Anyway, yeah, what we were talking about, about, um, like, you know, like, have you, uh, like, in, when I first met you, when I knew you back in the old days, you didn't really, like, drink or go out to, like, bars or anything like that. Have you, like, are you yeah. still, like, yeah. like, a straight-edge person or, like, have you, like, given into this... No, so so that's definitely another thing that's kind of like 
beta male of me. Like, I don't drink or party, really. Like, I don't really prescribe that shit because I just don't enjoy it. Um, But no, I still don't do that. Although, I am interested in uh, doing weed, though. How so I haven't. Wow. Oh so I haven't God. done it yet. I haven't done it yet. Ah. But, like, I'm currently open to trying it. Wow. You know, I've, I've, I, I stopped doing weed like five years ago. Oh, for why? <laughs> because my. Uh, There's I like a role reversal right now. Yeah, I still drink, though. I still like going to bars. I still like drinking. But, like. Um, well, I was smoking a lot, like cigarettes and like weed and all that, and like yeah. I started getting like a pain in my like lung, so like I just stopped. Okay. I decided not to do it anymore. But I miss it. It was like a fun thing. It's a fun thing to do, you know. It's like social. Uh-huh. But um. Yeah. You know, I just don't smoke weed anymore. But like, drinking is cool. Like, I don't know, but I feel like it'd be like really hard to meet people if you if you don't like take part in some of that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, it's, like, it's hard to meet people organically if you don't put yourself in, like, situations that enable you to do that. But, like, for me, I just can't function in those settings. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, one of the few settings that I just don't function in because I don't have fun. So, like, I can poker face and act like I'm enjoying myself, but, you know, deep down, I'm just fucking frustrated and, like, bitter the entire time. Really? Like, at the, I remember, like, we went to, like, a cast party, like, years ago. Yeah, yeah I hated it, it. You hated it? I thought it was, like, a I great hated time. It. Oh, my God. I hated it. Yeah, yeah, shit. So, like, you know what? I think you could still, like, meet people, though. Like, have you ever tried, like, meetup.com or anything like that to, like... You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have. I have. But, like I said, like, Asian dudes, statistically, it just doesn't really work. And the only way it will work, though, is, like, if you lower your standards, like, to an abysmal amount, and you just hit up and message, like, ugly broads and fat women you know oh jeez! but then it's like at that point like i'm not that desperate that i'm like you know like there's some people who would rather be unhappy than be alone and i'm not one of those people i mean that's like, I'm pretty yeah it's good you're not one of those people that's fucking terrible yeah i've met a lot of them in the military i'm a sure a lot of them yeah i'm sure did you have like something with like a russian girl in the military for a little while yeah, that definitely like crash and burned. That was not good. Like it didn't nothing like nothing came of it. Nothing like you know. No, not at all. And wow. and like it's it's totally embarrassing to say this, but that was like just me being like woefully inexperienced because I grew up in Monterey Park, right? Yeah, and. You know, I just, I grew up in a setting where I basically never interacted with white people. Yeah, it's all Asian over there. It's like the real Chinatown. it's all Asian. It's like all Asian, it's like 70% Asian, like 25% Mexican, and like 5% other. 
you know? It's, it's amazing, though. Like, I was thinking about it the other night, like, just last night, because I did, like, an intro for the episode, and I thought about Monterey Park, and it's so close. It's, like, it's, I feel like it's almost more than 70%. Like, it's hardcore, like, all the, all the like, uh, I guess it's Cantonese, right? Like, that's a spoken... Uh, I mean, it's Cantonese and Mandarin. There's, like, a lot of people there. Yeah. A lot like, of diversity. Most of the signs for, like, the stores are in Chinese and stuff. And yeah. And then just, like, just, like, 10 minutes away, bam, you're, like, in East L.A., like, all Mexican, yeah. you know? It's kind of, like, a beautiful yeah. thing. Like, other, like, all these worlds are connected and shit, you know? Yeah. It, it's kind of, like, its own kind of, like, a bubble culture thing. Yeah, it's, it's an really amazing place. I miss Monterey Park. Like, it's, like, going into an interesting world, you know? Yeah. But... But basically, since I grew up only interacting with Asian people, mm-hmm. like, this was really, like, my first foray into, like, getting myself in a position where I'm, like, kind of dating a white person, you know? Yeah. And, like, my brain just didn't know how to fucking handle it. Like, I put her on this, like super high pedestal that she had like no business being on yeah like i just rated her like way too highly and my brain was just not functioning the way a rational human being would i mean if you wanted to do you think you could have like like knowing this now do you think you could have taken like interesting turns and steps and could have made it happen with her uh no because eventually it became like a long distance thing anyway yeah and uh and i already like did a lot of embarrassing shit to like try to make it work and in hindsight that's like super fucking pathetic like if i could go back in time i would just like punch myself in the face and tell myself i'm retarded yeah i mean we all have those moments you know yeah 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 like how old are i you? think how old are you now like you're like 30 right yeah, I'm pushing it. I'm actually 29. So I'm 31 now. And if I think back to even like 24, uh, there's like tons of those moments yeah. where it's like, ah, oh, Michael, you're an idiot. You know? Yeah. But I think it's important. Like, you know, as a dude, I think uh, a lot of men, they wrestle with like bravado and, you know, not trying to look weak. But I think like those kind of fuck up experiences are important for like, men to just figure out how to navigate that shit, you know? Like, if you never fuck up, like... Yeah, you need to fuck up, for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You learn from... It's like a good learning experience. These experiences make you better. Like, all those, like, shameful high school moments, even college moments, like, I think they've made me, like, maybe a little jaded, but a little more successful yeah. now. To now, like, you know, I know how to navigate through people. I know how to be, like... I, I feel like I know how to be, in some ways... Not always successful. I'm probably more unsuccessful than successful, but I've had some success. I feel like I, in, in some ways, yeah. I know how to be like a person that somebody would want, you know? Yeah. To some extent. I'm, you know, I'm not perfect, but like, I don't, I think, when I think back to like when we first met and I was 21, I felt like I was just a wreck of a human being. And like, I was yeah. kind of, I was kind of like a, I don't know. I mean, how was I at, when we first met? How was I? I don't, looking back, I don't feel like I was that cool of a person. Like, I, I feel like I was just kind of like aimless in a way, you know? Uh, I'd say that, that was, that's a pretty uh, good word to describe you, aimless. Yeah, I think it's I was, like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's like I'm gonna write a book, and I was like, that's a very vague thing to say. Yeah, like I, I was, I was doing fun things. Like I, you know, I went to like cool shows and I traveled, but I didn't really have any like plan. I didn't really know what the fuck life was in any kind of way. I was just like some guy, you know, just some guy there. Yeah, you know. Now I feel like I'm I mean, past I will that. say, I will say, I'm surprised that you've stayed in Israel for as long as you have. Yeah, this is like, my, that's pretty impressive. I feel like this is my home now. Like, like um, I don't think I, I've like it's pretty much uh, like concrete. Like, I'm not gonna like move back to America. Like, this is my home. I'm like ci- I have citizenship. You know, I get like benefits. I have like a better job here than I ever had there. Like, I just don't see like yeah. much of a point to go back now. You know? Yeah. Um. You know, I st- I'm still not perfect with the whole language thing, but in time. <laughs> Yeah, shalom. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible, but I miss it. I do miss LA sometimes, you know, for sure. But it's, yeah. a, it's a hard place, I think, right? Like, it's not like, you know, it's not like Lubbock, Texas or something, you know? Like, I think LA is considerably yeah. more hard to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you, your mom currently lives in Texas now, right? Yeah, yeah. We, uh... Well, my, my parents, they couldn't afford to live in California anymore because mm-hmm. it's just, you know, the housing prices and property tax and stuff, it's like off the charts. Yeah. So they basically packed their shit and moved to Texas where uh, it's cheaper. Like in like, like it's, it's a small place, like not a, not a big city. It's like a middle of nowhere type of area, right? Yeah. It's called Gun Barrel City. Gun Barrel City. So you're... Yeah, it, it already sounds fucking desolate as fuck. Like, and your your mom and dad are still together. They still like uh, live like live together or what? No. So, um, so my mom and my dad moved down there, and then they got a divorce. And my dad, he's a trucker anyway, so he he's like all over the fucking place. Yeah. But he basically left my mom, who doesn't really speak English, like just stranded there, Shit. in the middle of nowhere in Texas by herself. But she has a boyfriend now, like a white guy boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. She uh, met him on a dating website, and he's he's like a limo driver. Wow, in fucking Gun yeah. Girl, Texas. Uh, no, so he's from, like, Houston or Dallas or something. I'm not too sure where he came from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, he's like a really nice dude, and my mom is definitely just taking advantage of him like like so you met him you met this guy i have not personally met him because uh i haven't visited my mom in a while which sounds kind of bad but uh yeah wow um yeah because my mom like she doesn't work Mm -hmm. and she has no income and She's just dating this white dude, being like kind of kind of a gold digger. <laughs> wow! So like the the tables are definitely turned for Asian women. <laughs> if you're Dallas, yeah, John, and, and like who'd he meet over there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so like, I don't know why it always like circles back to dating websites, but like, like my mother met this white dude off a dating website. Yeah. And I just feel like my mom must have had such an easy time. Like, 
There must have been like so many white dudes hitting her up. For sure. He was probably the first high. Like, bam, high, like, oh, ring on the finger, you know? Like, yeah. that's it. <laughs> wow. And because, like, she's literally in the middle of Texas, right? So yeah. she's just in, like, a sea of white people. For sure. You know? And she's just, like, a pearl, just waiting to be plucked. Does your mom look good for her age? I think I've seen her before, but I forgot what she looked like. Uh, I would say she does. She does look pretty good for, like, somebody in her 50s. She's only in her but 50s. That's just, yeah, but, I mean, that's just how Asian people are, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, like Asian people tend to age pretty well. Yeah. So, um... It's like, it's good if you're a woman, because it's like, you have more shelf life, but it's not very good if you're a dude, because then you're just not rugged, you know? No, you're not not growing that facial hair, Andy. I've never seen you with facial hair before. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't grow a beard. Like, it's not possible. I think the best I can do, it's like a Fu Manchu, maybe, but... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just, like, the, the discrepancy is amazing. Like, my mother can make a dating profile, and she'll just get hits all day, every day. And for me, it's like I can make a dating profile and, you know, read someone's profile mm-hmm. and spend 30, 40 minutes to craft this elaborate message, and it would do fucking nothing. You can't craft a fucking message, I don't think. You just have to go, like, like you know... I fucking what a hate bitch. Yeah. like I don't I hate dating websites. I fucking hate them. But I use yeah. them of course. And I feel like I've never taken forty five minutes to craft a message. What I do is I say something kind of like like a little weird and like a little out yeah. there and just hope they latch on, you know? Like something beyond the normal like hi. Yeah. Hi will get you nowhere. Never say hi. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, there's like um uh what like what did, what did I say recently? Um I said something along the lines of like, like if you could get into a hot air balloon, it'll take you anywhere in the world, but without you knowing, would you do it or some shit like this? It was like a month ago. Yeah. And I got a response from it. You know? I mean, and I feel like, you know, you just got to be kind of stupid, you know, like that's the, I think so, you know, like you have to be kind of willing, uh, willingly stupid. Yeah. I mean. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's definitely, like... Like, I don't want to blame everything on just being Asian. But <laughs> statistically... Yeah. Like, statistically, that's that's what the data suggests. I guess. But, like, why don't you just go for, like, an Asian woman? Like, you, there's plenty of beautiful Asian women. Especially in, like, Monterey Park. Like, beautiful ones. Yeah. That would probably take you in a moment, you know? But... So, isn't it kind of fucked up when, like, you put it in a way where, like... If given the option, even Asian women wouldn't really want to date Asian dudes. But they would. You see it all the time. Like, like they're not. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Of course. Yeah, like it's not like completely like it's not yeah. unheard of. You know, like like we're not getting a bunch of like hybrid Asian white babies everywhere. You know, yeah, like yeah. I mean, so yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sure. Like you know, so I just moved back to California. Yeah. Like I've been back for like a couple days. So I mean, I'm sure given time. Like, I'll find somebody. Yeah. So, I'm not particularly worried. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. 
I mean, how Asian do you feel though? Like how connected to like like uh, Hong Kong do you feel? That's where your mother's from and your father, right? Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. So, like, do you feel like you're like cultured in this way? Like, did you have like a very Asian upbringing, a very Chinese upbringing? Um, I wouldn't say I had a super Chinese upbringing, but like, there are a lot of um, there are a lot of you know just culture differences between ethnicities that like set people apart. Like, I think uh, I think Asian people tend to be a little bit more empathetic on average yeah. because it's just like, you know, you're kind of conditioned to think about like the well beings of like other people. Whereas I think in Western culture, there's a lot of um, weight put on independence and being an individual and not giving a shit about other people yeah, and how they think about you. you know, it's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Capitalist society. I, I think Hong Kong is capitalist as well though. Isn't it like for sure? Like it's, yeah, it's like yeah, a mega yeah they, I mean, yeah, but well, capitalism's like an economic system. Yeah. Um, but I mean, culturally, um, culturally, you know, all Asian people have like socialist roots. Mm-hmm. You know, even if like their current economic system is like a free market or whatever. Yeah. Because when you like, you know, pull back to the good old days. It's all you know, a little socially. When when you were when you were growing up, did you what language did you speak inside the house? Like I think I think you told me you spoke like Mandarin, right? No, Cantonese. No, yeah, Cantonese. Yeah, yeah. Cantonese was my first language. Wow, you actually, st- yeah. And you still know how to speak it like perfectly? Uh no, it used to be pretty good, but it's like over the years, it gets worse and worse every year. Wow, dude, I feel like you have to take advantage. You have to go to like some kind of like Asian meetups and like meet one of these like beautiful Chinese girls, man. Like you could yeah. like you could like uh, you know, sway her with your with your Cantonese, you know? Oh yeah, dude. Like bitches love Cantonese. I'm sure they'd love it. Like you speak perfect American English and you're American as fuck, but then you could just switch over yeah. and be like Cantonese and shit, you know? And like um Yeah. You know, you know all the, you know the name of the game on both ends, kind of. Yeah, I mean, realistically, I think knowing Cantonese would, like, uh, impress her parents more than her, but, yeah. I mean, I think that definitely means something, though, like, impressing parents, you know, right? Like, getting in with the parents would definitely, like, help you out, you know, in the long run. But I don't know, like, what's your ideal? Are you even, are you looking for, like, a... What would what kind of woman would you prefer, like Western, yeah, or just completely Western? Yeah. Um, so honestly, I think objectively, if we're just you know comparing averages and social norms and you know cultural norms, yeah, I think you can't beat an Asian woman or like an Asian American. I feel like Asian American women, on average, mm-hmm. are less annoying than any other, like, woman, like, of any ethnic background, on average. Uh, Explain. I have to give this thought, but, like, you know, I've met, like, I've met a lot of Asian women in my life, and, you know, I can't think of any that were very annoying. So, I mean, I want to know why you're saying this, though. Why are you saying this? Yeah. So, so, I mean, so this is, like, (laughs) obviously a really, like, broad generalization, right? Definitely a broad generalization. This is, like... 
and none of what I say is like scientific or like backed by any evidence or data. Okay? So you were just thinking about but, this in your bed, like one night. You were like, like just at the for ceiling. example, you know. like just for example, like if if you can gauge how annoying a woman is uh-huh. by how often she drinks Starbucks, <laughs> like an Asian, like like you know, like that being a measure of like how much of a basic bitch someone is. Yeah. Like, an Asian woman would drink less Starbucks. You know what I mean? She'd be it's kind of like that. She'd be more of that Thai iced tea type of, you know, the, the boba milk. Oh, type. yeah, with the bobas, dude. Yeah, with that the bubble great. teas. It, you know? She'd be rocking yeah. the boba tea, you know, the fucking... Uh, yeah. What is that? What's that flavor? The taro, you know? Getting some yeah. getting some of that uh, Thai ice cream. That, that was fucking good. That was delicious Thai ice cream. Yeah. But, I mean, basically, I think it's things like I said before, they're, like, a little bit more empathetic on average, uh, maybe a little more practical. Yeah. Um, they maybe, like, don't complain about stupid bullshit as much. Um, they might not, like, play as many games with you and be like, um, I don't know, like, I honestly think, like, Western women do a lot of really annoying shit, like... It's like, does this dress make me look fat? You're never supportive of me. You know, just like stupid shit like that that like I don't have the patience for. Mm-hmm. I getcha. Yeah, Asian women are nice, you know? Like, th- there aren't many Asian women here. We have like a lot of Filipinos. That's like as best as we got. Yeah. They're, but... I mean, they're almost... Almost Asian. Uh, They're getting all the heat for the coronavirus over here. Like, there's not very many Chinese people. So everything, like, you know, you you have all these, like, we have, like, social groups. You know, we have, like, social groups, like, Secret Tel Aviv, where everyone's, like, like, posting, like, like, about, like, what happens to them in Tel Aviv and blah, blah, blah. And, like, different groups like this in Israel. So you have, like, Filipino people, like, messaging the group. Like, I was sitting at the bus stop and some car just pulled up and he screamed at me for, for, like, ten minutes, just coronavirus over and over again. Corona, corona. And I cried. Like, there's, like, some racist shit popping off over here towards the Filipinos uh. for the coronavirus. Because <laughs> it's just the closest yeah. thing to, like, a, a Chinese person <laughs> we have, you know? Yeah. But they're nice people. I think they're, like, really great yeah. members of society here. But, like, over here, what we have, and it's something that bothers me a little, but not too much, is that we have, like, real, like, uh, we have an unspoken, like, segregation going on. Where it's, like, there's a, okay. a giant Filipino community, but it's, like, they're living in a different world, you know? They're not, like, part of the world that I live in. And then there's, like, a bunch of, like, people from Sudanese and Eritrea, like, a bunch of Sudan and Eritrea, like, a bunch of refugee people. And they live in a different world. And then there's, like, the Arabs, and they live in a different world. And there's no real place where everyone's, like, mingling all together, you know? It's super okay. segregated. Like, not legally, but, like, it's just, like, that's how it is here, you know? It yeah. sucks, you know? I kind of miss that about America, the way, like, you could just, like, everyone's just everywhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I honestly don't have anything against Filipinos. Like, I make fun of them all the time. Like, I'll make jokes, like, they're barely even Asian. Yeah. But realistically, I have never met a Filipino person that I didn't like. They're nice like, they're people. all super nice. They're yeah, super, super nice, nice. you know? It's yeah. like a... Yeah, wow. Uh, when I was... I used to work... Remember when I worked at 3M Unitech? Like, when I had that job at the factory? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't believe you actually remember that. Like, yeah, you hot, hated it. Yeah, the hottest woman in the whole plant was this 40-something-year-old Filipino woman. And she was just, like, hot by default. Like, she was prison hot. You know yeah. the term prison hot, right? Where it's like, she's, like, the only mildly attractive yeah. woman. So, suddenly, she's, like, the best thing in the world. I used to just yeah. work and, like, fantasize about her. Like, oh, man. Like, you know, like, she'd, like, smile yeah. at me with her little face. I'd be like, shit. Like, <laughs> she was nice as fuck, though. But, like, yeah, that, that plant was, like, full of Filipinos. And they're, like, cool people. They're nice. They're not, yeah. nothing against them. But, um, yep. I mean, is there, like, an, an, an Asian hierarchy, kind of? Like, on the Asian pyramid, are, where, where do the Filipinos stand, do you think? On an Asian pyramid? Yeah, like, you know, like, uh, like I know it's kind of fucked up, but, like, you know, like, you think yeah. about, like, the continent, and you think, like, all right, so, like, Japanese, that's, like, the top, right? No. No, you don't think so? No. All right, tell well, me what so, you think. So, realistically... I think, like, so I, I, I'm not sure, like, what metric we're measuring this. Like, just, like, just, like, their Asian worth? Like, popularity, like, people love them the most, you know? Like, like okay. most successful, I guess, you know? Yeah, so I think, generally speaking, it's, uh, like, the the chart roughly follows how first world they are. Yeah. So it's like the more modern they are, the more desirable they are. And I so think I would Japan, say, right? Japan is like definitely the most modern. Like it's definitely like Yeah. But for some reason, like there's just certain things that I think make um like Japanese people slightly less uh like attractive on average. So for example, um like braces isn't very popular in Japan. Yeah. So they don't have, like, a culture of, like, getting braces like we do in America. Mm -hmm. So a lot of Japanese people just kind of have, like, fucked up teeth. And I think over there, like, I'm not Japanese, but I think um, they have this sort of, like, understanding where maybe, like, messed up teeth is kind of adorable in a way. It could be. It's not, like, completely a huge turnoff. Like, it's not like a deal breaker. Like, a messed up tooth depends on how messed up they are. But, like, there's some cute girls, you see them with messed up teeth. Like, not yeah. so messed up, but, like, a little, like, maybe a little crooked one right there, you know? Yep. And and I think, like, some... I do notice, like, some Japanese people, they don't have, like, the best, like, skin complexion. It's kind of like the skin's kind of rough. Yeah. Um. So, if I had to say, I would say, like... Granted, China is, like, a huge place... And there's, like, a lot of third world stuff yeah, in China, right? But I would say it's, like, I would say Korea, China, Japan. Whoa, China. But, like, China's, like, Hong Kong or mainland or even, like, Taiwan. Like, what are we talking? Just mainland China? Like, they're all three different. Like, you can't, like, just lump in Hong Kong with that, though, you know? Uh, I mean, they're all Chinese, but they're different. Effectively. Like, people in Hong Kong don't really like the Chinese people in, in the mainland, you know? They're, like, two different yeah. beings, you know? Yeah, but they're still Chinese. Like, Hong Kong... Like, Hong Kong people, they're, like, a different sovereign nation. But it's hard to explain. Like, they're still Chinese. Like, even people in Taiwan, they're still Chinese. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, you know how, like... 
Like my brother used to live in Hong Kong. Now he lives in Beijing. Actually, he moved to Beijing, and um, when he was in Hong Kong, he, he would tell me that like there was like a lot of like uh, heat between like the mainland Chinese and like the Hong yeah. Kong locals. Does that come into yeah. LA? Does that come into Monterey Park life? Um, not really. Not in the slightest. Because yeah, well, because when you're in Monterey Park, like you're so detached from like. All of that political mumbo jumbo, mm-hmm. especially because, like, unless you're part of like the government, yeah, you really don't give a shit. Like, like you know, if you're living in China, if you're living in Beijing, mm-hmm. it's like you really don't care about what's happening in Hong Kong because you're not like you're not personally invested you know what i mean but i mean it could be like it could be different if you live in like shanghai which is closer like shenzhen or some shit or right like yeah but it's like you're not gonna really give a shit about all like the propaganda like oh these hong kong rioters are so fucking rude and stupid for rioting and not obeying our rule you know because yeah because yeah, chinese people like most of them they're just normal people like living everyday lives like they don't care about politics just like how most americans don't care about politics you know so then it's like when you get all these chinese people and different asian people living in monterey park Mm -hmm. they're just living life so there's not a whole lot of infighting there just because yeah they're just kind of they're in their own bubble wow but it is like significantly more more uh like Hong Kong people in Monterey Park. At least that's like the drift I ever I always got. Like, like, but I don't know if that's true. I just always kind of figured that, like an assumption. Um. Yeah, I would say there is actually a pretty good amount of, uh, well, not necessarily from Hong Kong, but people who definitely like speak Cantonese. There. Yeah. Like a really good amount. Yeah. I mean, do you ever hear Mandarin? Like, when you were walking down the street, would you ever hear it, like, come out of a restaurant or something? Yeah, of course. Uh, wow. I, like, so, I definitely, I want to say I do hear more Cantonese than I did Mandarin, mm-hmm. but I think that was just a coincidence. I just happened to, like, enjoy eating at, like, like Hong Kong-style restaurants, which naturally would have, like more Cantonese speakers there. Yeah. Do you ever miss those restaurants? Remember the ABC Cafe? <laughs> yeah, dude, that place is still there. Yeah. And what was that place next to it? It was kind of like a, like, I don't want, like, it was horrible. I didn't like it. It was next to ABC Cafe. Xiaomeng? Xiaomeng. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, yeah. how the fuck do I remember that? And then yeah. there was like, what the fuck else was there? Like, what is it? Like, KSP or something? Or no. No, that wasn't a name. KT? KT. Some shit like that. There's a lot of places. Yes. There's a lot yeah, of... So, so, yeah. yeah, so ABC was like a Hong Kong-styled cafe. Yeah. Whereas Xiaomei was like sort of like a Taiwan kind of place or like a mainland China kind of place. So the food's a little different. I remember it smelled like weird in, in Xiaomei. Like for me, like, I don't know if it... I always felt like Xiaomei was like a little bit on a low-quality scale, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, it totally was. Like, but yeah. it, it was also cheaper. Well, of course it was cheaper, but I mean, even ABC Cafe was super cheap. You could get like a steak for $6, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck, you know? It was amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> wow, man. 
Those were interesting times. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like yeah, you ever like go back? Days. Do you feel like you ever end up back in Monterey Park? Uh, I don't know about permanently, but I mean, I was just there a couple of days ago to visit. Wow. Who do you visit there? Like your old friends or like your, your, your sister yeah, or something? Yeah. No, my, my sister's also in Texas right now. Wow. Shit. I'm yeah. sure she wouldn't have a problem there. Like she was like young and like she was kind of, she was pretty if I remember. Right. Yeah. Like, she'll get, she'd, she'd have a good life in Texas. I guess like both her and your mom are having good lives in Texas. Like age doesn't come into it. But, um, wow, I'm coming out. I'm actually going to visit LA maybe in April or May. So definitely okay. like if you're still there in Southern California, like we yeah. definitely well, meet up. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be here for like at least another five years. Wow. Cause that's like, yeah. Cause that's how much benefits I have to like go to college and stuff. But it's just in California? It's not like in the whole country? Uh, so you can go to different uh, states uh, and go to college there. But since I'm a resident of California, you know, you don't have to deal with like out-of-state tuition and stuff. So it's it's just a better deal for me to go to school here. And California also has a great uh, like college system. Yeah. So there's really no reason for me to go anywhere else unless i get accepted into like yale or harvard or some shit but that's never gonna happen but i thought like the, i thought like being in the navy for like fucking like how long were you there six years or some shit six years right yeah i thought that yeah. pretty much like covers all like all school shit like you don't have to worry about nothing yeah yeah so if it's in state it'll cover everything yeah um if it's a if it's in state and it's a public college like a ucla it'll mm-hmm. cover everything uh, if it's if you're out of state, and if it's private, it'll like cover up to a certain cap. Ah, all right. Yeah, and college is so fucking expensive that the cap won't cover everything. So tell me this though: when you were in the navy, did you did you ever like uh, you were on a ship, right? Did you ever like travel to a foreign country? Like we've never talked about this. Like, yeah. the, where'd you go? Where'd you end up going? Yeah. So honestly, I've only been to Japan. That's fucking amazing, man. That's fucking yeah, great. Yeah, I've, I've only ever been to Japan. How the fuck was that? Like, that's fucking huge, man. I've always wanted to go to Japan. Yeah. How long were you there? Um, I wasn't there for that long. Unfortunately, so, like, in the Navy, they do, you know, advertise, you get to go and see the world. Yeah. And if you're lucky, you do get to do that. But for me, I, when I went out on deployments... I spent most of the time, even when I was in Japan, like, out in the ocean than, you know, actually in Japan. You, you know didn't what I mean? go to Tokyo, not once? You didn't go to Tokyo? Uh, I didn't go to Tokyo. Fuck, man. Where did you go? Yeah. But you went, like, well, to the I sea, mean, right? So, well, I was near Tokyo enough that... Like, if I, like, had the time, I could have went there, but, um, uh, but, yeah, I was just around, like, um, in the days that I had, I'd rather kind of, like, see more traditional stuff than, say, like, Tokyo, because, I mean, I see that enough in, like, anime and stuff, you know? (laughs) Oh my god. 
Dude, I feel like, I'm not going to lie, I feel like you've missed, like, a golden opportunity to see, like, one of the, probably the most beautiful cities in the world, man. Like, what the um, fuck? I would have been, like, no. like, Tokyo all the way. It just worked my way out to see the more traditional shit. Um, so, like, when you go there, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Yeah, be totally honest, completely. Japan, the major cities, they're uh, not very beautiful at all but they're lit like neon and shit right like a bunch of colorful shit i mean yeah but you can see that anywhere like the buildings in japan they're like really blocky and practical like none of the houses look very great yeah so just in terms of like sightseeing in a major city there's really nothing much to see like sure there are like you know attractions like tokyo tower or whatever but um, generally speaking, I wasn't very impressed. It's not like when I was, you know, going through Europe and just, you know, seeing all these different majestic countries. Ah, so like you, Japan, did go, you did go to Europe then? Oh, no. Well, I went to Europe on a vacation. I didn't go there through the military. When did you go on a vacation to Europe? When, when was this? Uh, like three years ago or something. I just decided to go i took wow. like 30 days of leave and just went for it and it was fucking a good time it was great yeah it was a it was a pretty eye-open experience i have to say though mm-hmm. like my favorite thing in japan were probably the toilets i know I've, I've seen these toilets on youtube videos and shit like all the buttons and all that and like yeah, everything's like, taken care of yeah, like, it sings to you, like, there's, like, white noise, so then if you're in, like, a public restroom, mm-hmm. and you're, like, kind of self-conscious about, like, people hearing your fucking, like, farts and shit, yeah. like, it'll just kind of play white noise, and then it'll kind of, you know? But you can And then after you're done, it'll, like, there's this little, like, hydro jet that, like, squirts warm water and just, like, washes and soothes your booty hole. Wow. Dude, it's but, like... like o- super nice. Over that white noise, you could probably still hear something, right? Like, it's I mean, not, like, yeah. completely, like... What do you think's worse, just hearing it to nothing or, or or hearing it to the white noise? I feel like hearing it to the white noise could be even a little more disturbing, you know? It's so beautiful with the white noise, and now you're disturbing that white noise, you know? Uh, I don't concur... Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Wow. So how was Europe though? Like what? Like I remember you always like you never thought like much of traveling before. Like when I would tell you things. Yeah. Like you never you never thought it was you thought it was kinda stupid, I remember. Like uh, do you feel yeah. like you've changed? Like do you feel like now you feel better about it? No, I still don't think very high I I still think traveling's overrated. Mm-hmm. Um like in hindsight, was it worth like you know, four or five thousand uh, dollars. I'd say no. Wow! No, it didn't give you like a nice feeling inside to see all that shit. You didn't feel like a, you know, like this pulse of uh, energy go through you and like you know feel all that wonder and all that fucking you know that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, no. I mean, it's nice. You do, you do like, see how different places are. It's nice to know that, oh, in Amsterdam, they have more roads for bikes than they do for people. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's nice to know, like, fun facts or, like, um, that, 
France, I mean, Paris, Paris, France is actually really shitty, like a used up prostitute. I was in France for six hours once and I wasn't impressed, but I was sticking to like the bus station area the whole time. So like, it felt like a used prostitute, but like, I've been told to like really explore the city more, you know, like Eiffel Tower shit and all that, you know? Dude, that, like, that place is fucking, it's actually pretty fucking sketchy. Like, when I went, tried to, like, go take a look at the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. like, there's these just, like, African people, like... Oh, no. Yeah, like, like they, like, put armbands on people, and they, it's, like, it's almost like shaking them down for money. Like, it's, like, it's pretty sketchy. What do you mean, armbands? What do you mean? Yeah, so they'll, like, they'll act, like, real friendly, and they'll go up to tourists, and they'll put, like, armbands on you. Yeah. And, you know, just, like, it's like, oh, hey, here's the armbands. It's kind of like, imagine if it was, like, Mardi Gras beads or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after the, you know, they're, after, like, their friendly chat, and then they put the armband on you, they'd be like, yeah, that's gonna be, like, $15. Or, like, 15 euros or something. And you're like, uh... Yeah, and then you're like, oh, and then... You'll and then you'll say something like, "Oh, it's okay," and then you just like try to take it off, and it's like, "I don't want it." And then they just be like, "No, it's fifteen dollars," and just like super fucking awkward. And you know, because because if you're like a tourist, right? It's like you don't really just you're in like an un- unfamiliar place, so you don't want to like start shit, you know. So it's basically how the, they just like shake people down for money. I mean, did you give in? Did you give him the fifteen dollars when he did this to you? Uh, no. So, That's by that good. time, I kind of wisened up, so I was like, oh, man, like, fuck those Africans, and I just, like, went the other way. Um, but that's only after, like, I got screwed by this lady who, like, mm-hmm. gave me a flower. She gave me, like, a rose. Yeah. And then I took it, because I didn't fucking know. This is my first time. And then she was like, yeah, that's, uh, five euros. And I was like, uh... For a fucking fuck. rose, for a fucking flower, you could... Sh- you just cut a flower off of someone's lawn, bam. You know, I got a free fucking flower. She wants five euros for that fucking flower? I'd be like, yeah, no way, it, sorry, take your flower, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, it was, a. Uh, it's uh, definitely pretty awkward. But, I, uh, like, I'd say... I don't feel like I'm a different person for having been there... So, like, it's so weird. Like, people say, like, oh, man, I want to travel. I love traveling. Like, I really don't think it's, like, that majestic of an experience. I think it's overrated, personally. Wow. But but I definitely did it because I feel like I'd be kind of, like, a bigot or, like, a hypocrite or something if I just shat on it without having tried it for real myself. How many countries you know, like, did you go to when you were on your European trip, by the way? Oh, we went a bunch. We started, like, um, sort of, like, Central Europe-ish. So yeah. we went to, like, Budapest. We went to Prague. And then we made our way westward. And we went to France, Belgium, Amsterdam. And then we took a plane to England. England's amazing. Did you like London? Uh, I think did like london a little bit it's not that great either like the food is kind of shit like there's nothing good to eat there really i had great ramen in fucking london to be honest wow I had an amazing ramen i in, fucking like, hate ramen dude 
Wow, you hate ramen? I remember one time I took you to Shinsengumi in LA, the ramen place, and you had like a fit. Yeah. Like you got angry as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. So, Holy so the shit. thing is, like, I, I also had ramen in Japan. Yeah. And it's really not that different from ramen you can get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just, it's really not that great to me. Like, it doesn't wow. taste that good to me. You, wow. I, I, wow. Shocking. I think it's way yeah. better than, like, pho or, like... Get out of here, dude. Really? I like, know this is better? I know this is your podcast, but you're just wrong. I'm fine with being wrong. You can chop me down. I don't mind. <laughs> I've always liked ramen more than pho. Pho. Dude, pho is, like, cheaper and it's better. Okay, so I was just pronouncing like it's more it more versatile. It's pho, not pho, then. No, it is pho. I'm just saying it the American way. Ah, uh, okay. All right, good. All right. <laughs> I was like, am I wrong? Am I, am I pronouncing this wrong? Yeah. Um, dude, I love ramen. And, that, like, I don't know. Like, it's weird because I know, like, a few people that went to Japan. My brother went there several times. Yeah. And, like, maybe he's exaggerating, but he's like, the ramen over here is so much better. The food's great, you know? And, like, everyone's, like, talking about how yeah. good the food is. Now you're here. And you're like, the ramen's not that good. It's just like anywhere yeah. else, you know? Like, it's like, so, fuck. Like, what am I thinking, you know? Yeah, I definitely think Japanese food, because mm-hmm. before I went to Japan, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos of just people, like, eating good food in Japan. Yeah. And having been there, I have to say, I feel like Japanese food looks a lot better than it tastes. Like, when I went there and I actually ate it, like, you know, I'd go to, like, Yakiniku or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, well, it's alright. Like, it's not bad. It's pretty good. It tastes kind of like as you'd expect it would. And the thing I enjoyed the most, believe it or not, is like convenience store food. Like going into like a 7-Eleven or something and just buying like the pre-made meals there. Wow. That was like my favorite shit. Like just like I going mean, to 7-Elevens and having a field day. Was the quality like that much higher in the 7-Elevens than like in the actual restaurants? No, but it's it's like way cheaper. Ah. Uh, and I think the taste is like comparable. Wow. And there's like uh and there's like a fuck ton of variety in 7-Elevens. Like if you ever go to Japan and you just go in a 7-Eleven and you buy like a mayonnaise tuna rice ball, yeah. Like that shit is so fucking good. Shit. For man. and it and it costs like like a dollar, like a dollar 25 or some shit. You know when I when I used to when I used to be in Thailand, I, I used to go to the fucking Seven Elevens all the time. They're like fucking huge over there too. Like I, yeah. I it's probably the same in Japan where there's like a Seven Eleven on every fucking corner. I, the street that I lived on, there are three Seven Elevens, three of them. Dude, like Asian Seven Elevens don't fuck around, man. They're fucking majestic, man. They're fucking. They have everything. Dude, they're way better than American ones because American fuck ones yeah. they just have like hot dogs and like taquitos. Dude, you get a fucking ugly pizza or a burnt up looking hot dog yeah. and like a bunch of fucking laced potato chips and a, and a Dr. Pepper or some shit, you know? Yeah. Wow. Dude. Anyway, like, what the fuck? I, I, yeah. can't, be- I can't believe like the, the negativity I hear about travel, you know? But maybe well, I'm like I'm one of those basic bitches that just goes like it changed my life. Oh, I love traveling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, quit being a slave to the social hive mind, Michael. <laughs> wow. Andy, like, it's amazing. Holy shit. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just my opinion. Like, realistically, maybe I'm just fucking weird. I mean, that's, like, the more likely scenario, right? I guess. You know, I was recently in Russia. Did I tell you this? No. Yeah, I was in Russia for a couple weeks, like, in the, in the summertime. Dude. So... Like like actual Russia or like Ukraine? No, I went to Moscow and I went to St. Petersburg and I went to a small city called Tver. Tver, because I have a lot of Russian friends here in Israel. So like you know, I maybe okay. want to go to Russia, and like um, so, it's a great place. It was cool. So something I've heard about like Russia is that they don't. It's like the I don't know if it's like Russia or Ukraine, but basically like they have like a skewed like male to female ratio. Um, I think there's definitely more females, dude, and, like, they're so fucking nice. Like, they're always smiling at you. They're so helpful. Like, yeah. my God, I could have just gotten fucking married, you know? Like, I would meet women everywhere, yeah. you know? And I was with my friend who was, like, this this girl, so, like, I didn't feel like I was so, like, I didn't feel like I could do much about it, you know? And that sucked. Like, but, was um, she just a friend? Like, it was, like... I felt like it was one of those things where it's like you're not sure and you're like testing the waters out. Okay. Right so, on. you know, and like all these, but the Russian women, they're so nice. And, and you know, even the Russian guys, like everybody was unbelievably nice in Russia, which is yeah. something that I couldn't believe because so many people, even my Russian friends here were all telling me like, watch out, Michael, watch out, you know, you never know what's going to yeah. happen over there. And I went there, everybody was super nice. Even the ones that didn't know English were like super nice. It was a beautiful yeah. place, you know. So, um, if you're, if you want a woman, Andy, go to Russia. Right on. Don't they yeah. have like mail order brides? Like you can just order one from Russia. I mean, you I've can. Seen that on YouTube. But like, you could just go and meet one. Like, <laughs> oh, nice. Like, yeah. Save, save the money, dude. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Like I was just eating at the restaurant with my friend and like, uh, you know, this girl started hitting on me like hardcore and like, she's like, you should come again for sure. I get out at this time. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I can't do this shit. Like I'm with this chick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah but like i would definitely go back to russia like it's a good time man and good food right on yeah uh, i don't know much about russian food i only know like borscht they have like these good potato pancakes with salmon salmon it's like fucking yeah. delicious it's like wow but yeah borscht i ate that a couple times it's all right it's like soup you know you yeah. can buy that anywhere but um Anyway, Andy, I want to play that video. I wanted to I wanted to play the Valentine's Day video, and I'll probably like put it in the podcast somewhere, okay. so just so that like the people could hear it. And um, you know, yeah. I had I had this whole little segment like uh, played out in my mind where like I'd play it and then we talk about it, but it'd be hard now because we're way at the end. Anyway, yeah, I guess this is a good spot to call it a day for the podcast. We've been talking for a good hour. We're making good time. Sounds good. Yeah, man. So this has been episode seven. And um, if you have any questions, just hit me up on my email at themdownandthis.com. And, you know, see you around. Peace. Yeah, have a good night. All right. Yo, this song goes out to all you sexy girls who push the deep sound card all over the world. You know who you are, baby. You work so hard and we love you so much Check it out, yo It's been so long since I see you smile Looking so good coming down that aisle With a sexy dress and a little dim sound Make
make me crazy when I'm on the sofa. People they telling me that I shouldn't bother with a lady like you. You rock my world, yes you. My dim sum girl, watching, watching, waiting, waiting, waiting for you, baby. To tell me that I'm the guy for you and that you wanna be my lady. One day, yes you will see that I will always be the one who make fly lights for you for all eternity. Dim sum